Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated, or just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for the Bobby Bones Post Show. Here's your host, Bobby Bones. Hello, everybody. Hey, Morgan, would you hand me that pile of papers from Mike's desk? We're all running mm, kind yeah. of different spots here. Mike's running Ray's spot. Just Amy and I, Morgan, Mike, the guy. I don't know, but we're here. We're here. here. We're here. We're on. We're good. Um, but Mike will run over stories, and I will just take these. Thank you. All right, everybody. Amy, I was going to ask you, Aaron Rodgers, do you know who he plays for? Yeah, the um, Green Bay Packers. Right. Now, he's deciding if he wants to come back next year, but do you know what he's doing beforehand? Have you heard the story? No. He's having a darkness retreat. To do what? Like darkness isolation. So he goes away. Oh, to, de- to determine what he wants to do with his life? Yes. Okay. It just it sounded something. Tell me more. Right. <laughs> so the question is, will Aaron Rodgers return? He will go have a darkness isolation retreat. So he went on Pat McAfee, and this is what he said. It's four nights of complete darkness. It's a darkness retreat. I've had you know a number of friends who've done it and had some profound uh, experiences. And it's something that's been on my radar for a few years now, and I felt like it'd be awesome to do regardless of where I was leaning. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. It's a room. It's a little house. There's a two-way, like a little slot that they'll they'll drop in uh, some food for you. No music. No nothing. Just myself. Wow. Okay. And it's he said night though, so I guess it's day. To, as well, Mike, would you say? I think so. So it's like a. So he doesn't ever leave this little room with a slot. It sounds, like like a jail. Ni- it sounds like prison. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like he's in isolation. Sounds great. Everybody's got their things they do in order to get them to a balanced place to make a balanced decision. But that is not what I would choose. I, I like light. No slots. There must be something to it. Well, he does ayahuasca stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Like he goes and he marches to his own beat. I met him, kind of met him at the golf thing. What do you mean, kind of met him? He got there on one of the last days that I was there. We actually competed against each other in our little heat of six people. I beat him. 
he ended up winning the whole tournament, but I beat him in this one. It's pretty cool. But I just <laughs> was just like, hey, how's it going? But everybody was there. There was no time to like sit. Hang out. Uh, yeah, because he wasn't there for hangout. Most everybody else was. I think he arrived kind of late. I think he knows everybody wants to know all the stuff from him. I get it. I wouldn't be around a bunch of cameras and stuff. So he probably just isolated himself in a dark place until yeah. it was time to come out. Yeah. But yeah, he's, I mean, I don't, have a, I, don't, I don't have a story about him at all, but I did see him. And you can see him in the background of that golf video that I posted. Yeah, and he's smoking, like smoking a cigar. A cigar. Yeah. yeah, big cigar culture. I don't know enough. I don't know anything about cigars. I don't want to smoke anything. And they, I don't like how they smell. No. Just in, but, but that area is a big cigar culture. Even people I know that don't like cigars will like smoke a cigar out there at that point. And I'm like, why would you do something gross here just because... Like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah, but there's, yeah, I don't know. Something about maybe just the experience, camaraderie. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure. Absolutely. I did have a couple people hit me up asking if that girl could sue me because I hit her in the face with a golf ball, which is a great question because I asked this too because I was scared. Here's the quick 100% version of what happened. It was a different little deal. We're playing all these charity events. We're, we're playing for charity, and I was playing with yeah. Ray Romano, and it's crazy to say that, but we're, we're making money for charity. And so they're, they're standing around the green. A bunch of people are. And she was just right off to the side. Now, she wasn't even looking up when I was hitting. When I went and met her, she did not know who I was. She was not a fan of the show, was not a listener of the show. So I made the joke that because I wasn't famous, she got hit with a golf ball. Because I think if it had been somebody she'd cared about, somebody actually that she knew, she'd have probably been like, oh, let's watch and see. Looking up. But she did not know the show at all. And so I, I hit the shot. It lands. Then it rolls to the green. And little do I know, it hit her in the face. So I go over and I'm like, oh my God, I'm just checking on her. Luckily, it hit her in the soft part of the cheek. Now, Darius Rucker, who was there, said he hit somebody in the forehead once with a driver and they had to go to the hospital. Ooh. Like they, I think it was Darius. And they were just there and you hit a ball, whack, down they went. They had to take him to the hospital. Mine was not like that because it was like not that far and it was coming down. But I went up to her and I was like, are, are you, she had an ice pack on her face and I guess this happens some. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And I, all I had on me was 50 bucks. And just as a joke, I gave her 50 bucks. And then I took one of the signs that we're carrying around and wrote, she probably threw it away because again, if somebody who you don't know comes up and signs something for you, what do you do with it? Nothing? You throw it away? But she wasn't a fan of the show or anything. Okay. And then I thought, well, if she's not a fan of the show, can she? and they're like, no. Being on the grounds, you have to be aware. It's like being at a baseball game and getting hit with a foul ball. So you're in charge of your medical bills if you get hit. Basically, from what I understand. And you have to go. There to were the... more than a couple people who had come up to me and said they'd also hit somebody with balls. Like, hard. Yeah, I see Darius. It was in 2011. It was? Yeah. Forehead. I didn't see the video. I don't want to see the video. But I don't, I don't think I'm getting sued. I don't think that's a suing situation. And she wasn't that badly hurt. It just scared both of us, probably. She said she was drinking her Starbucks, talking to her friend. Oh, it's in the video, too. I, I forget there's a video. You can see it on my Instagram. And then it hit her in the face. Is that why you yell four? <laughs> well, everybody starts yelling, right, right. Because right then, it was like right over the top of them. And it was actually, again, for me, it was a good shot. But I'm not going to get sued. But I did have people reaching out going, do you worry about getting sued? So good a shot, you'd get sued for it? You know what? Maybe I'll take that. <laughs> no. Uh, so that's that. Let's see. We had for King and Country over to my house yesterday. They're, they're going to be on the podcast Next week, there's a really great one with John Knight that we did last week because we're about a week ahead at this point. But they came over and brothers, which one, do you know them? Per, do you know the, them? If you were to see them individually, you would know what to call them by their names. 
Uh, yes, and right now it's Joel, well, and he has the longer, like, I'm not even asking you that. Hair. I'm just asking if you would know. Well, oh. Could you go up to them and be like, hey, and they'd know who you were? Yes, they've, yeah, they've come to my podcast. And then I'm really oh, they close have. with their, um, their cousin, Matt. Got it. Who's your preacher? Yeah, right. pastor. Got it. Well, okay, yeah. Preachers, Preacher, pastor. Preacher's me growing up in a Baptist yeah, church southern. in southern Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Or a southern Baptist church in Arkansas. So they came over. I'm going to tell you, that... Um, Joel, uh, who's the older one? Which one's the older? Joel's the, two? the older one. Joel, short hair, older one. Luke is the taller one. Luke right. has the furry that hair. That Joel yeah. is a good-looking dude. Furry hair. Like, strikingly good-looking. Like classic good looks. Like, yeah, like 50s Hollywood. Like, he's, I'm sitting there talking with them, and I'm like, dang, like, you could have been born in any decade, and you're just, like, Hollywood good-looking. And then in the mid, and then I get jealous. I go through all the emotions in like three seconds. Like, why could I not be born like that? And then they're also so talented and they're super nice and cool. And it was really good. We had, Mike and I went for over an hour with them. But, and then his brother, so naturally tall, like six, four, five. And I'm just, just jealous of both of them physically, if anything. Like aside from all the success that they have. But I was telling them that when I'd see them at the Grammys, because I talked to them and they came by with Hillary Scott. It was really interesting too, because I think Joel was, and maybe he said this, I felt like he felt a little embarrassed that they didn't win the Grammy because of Hillary, because he felt like they owed it to her. Like, if she did it, mm. he's like, we kind of feel... He, we said that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, he was real vulnerable about it. He goes, I feel like we let her down. And wow. I was talking to him, and I was like, you know what? I bet you part of her is like, I came on the song, and we didn't win it. And she probably feels the same way, or not at all. Like, don't feel that way, but I do understand why you'd feel that way, because I would do the same thing. But they're over, and it's just super honest and when they talked about their sister and how they forever didn't want to be known as their sister's little brothers only because people would only know them as that because she was so famous in that industry mm-hmm. I thought that was super cool I mean Bob Dylan's son didn't go as Bob Dylan forever you know he's the lead singer of the Wallflowers mm-hmm. Jacob Dylan and forever he would, wouldn't go as Jacob Dylan because he's like I don't want to be known as Bob Dylan's son because that's all you'll know me for and then I told him I was like I don't know your sister I only know you guys but super cool. I hope you guys check it out. Subscribe to the Bobbycast. It was just uh, one of those where they left, and it was such um, – we just talked for so long. But on Mike, I asked Mike, I was like, was that really good or really bad? And there's a fine line because if they're really good, you're just in it. You don't even know what's going on. You're talking. You're having a good time. You're being vulnerable. But it was really good, I think. I thought it was really good. So I enjoyed I'm, it. I'm excited for that to come out. There's a great one with John Knight up right now. But, like – Joel said they're – I don't know if they're done filming it. But they're making a movie about their mom. Yeah. Well, that, so it'll what, cover some of that, like with their dad being a manager, his their sister. All the, the weird things. part about it was, we, I was I go into it with them very deep about because they were talking about their dad, but I was like, that's here, what you're not saying to me, but what I feel is like your mom is a real foundation, like a pillar, even though she's not coming up in these conversations. I can feel it, for, and I was like, she's like an unsung hero, and then. I didn't want to say hero, and they were like, were you about to say Unsung Hero? I said, yeah, I feel like she's in the mix of all... They're like, that movie we're making is called Unsung Hero. We just mm-hmm. left it. And so it was like a weird moment type thing where I was like, I just feel, and I don't feel anything, but I could tell that their mom has such a big influence on... Because they went through a lot of crap mm-hmm. like to move over here. So he's... Uh, Joel is playing his dad in the movie. Oh, I didn't know that. And so... He, I think it was a very emotional role 
because he was mm. experiencing it from his dad's side and then seeing, learning things about his sister and things she was experiencing and having to act things out and be like, wow, I, bet, yeah, I had no tough. idea you felt that way or went through that and like re- reenacting things that were difficult. Yeah, that would be tough. And also a different perspective because mm-hmm. now you're it. And even though it's not the real, you still are seeing it from a different way. I did ask them because their sister, you know, because they moved over here, they didn't have a job. They lost their job, their dad. And so I was like, did your sister feel like all the pressure was on her? Because the whole family was on the road being roadies for her, mm-hmm. like 15 years old, 16 years old. And so, but why I liked it is it kind of got to that place super organically, didn't it? Yeah. It was one of those, there are some of those where we leave it. I end up friends with people because it's an hour. It's very intimate, meaning it's me. I can touch the person and it's just an hour of us talking and it's up to me to keep it going. But I'm asking such personal things and I don't really have a fear of it because I won't ask anything I wouldn't want asked of me. It's like this job. I'm not gonna ask you guys to do anything that I would have not ever done or don't do or a level. And so we just kind of got into that. And I think at times they were like, oh, wow, we haven't really got, we haven't really talked about it like this before. I liked it, but sometimes it doesn't go so hot. This one, it went awesome. Yeah. It's always like a unique bond you end up forming after mm-hmm. these. Like I've made friends with people from these or that set up the discovery of a friendship because we sat, you realize you have all this stuff in common because you're both, it's only on you two to keep it going. And then, oh wow, well, we're like in these ways. Well, let's text, so let's be buddies, let's be. And so it's happened a few times where I have, I have actual friends from it. I mean, I think Rector, I would consider Ben like one of my good friends now. I, did, I, had, I met him at my house doing this show, right? Now, I, think he, I guess I met him on an airplane once. I think he came in here first and then we did the podcast. So that was more in depth. Yeah, whatever the case was, it was because of that. Yeah. But I ran into him on an airplane once and was like, hey, man. You're that guy, huh? <laughs> He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. Southwest rules, huh? He's like, yeah. All right, buddy. So uh, check it out. Let's see. What do you want to talk about? I have a lot of stuff, but anything in your mind? Um, no. And these guys aren't here to rob your airtime. Oh. Which is what I call them, the Amy airtime robbers. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, nothing really. I mean, we can right. go through your list of things. All right, a personal train rate, nothing but pizza for 30 days and lost seven pounds. He took the unusual 30-day challenge by eating 10 slices of pizza every day and sharing the results online. Despite eating pizza for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, he managed to lose a whopping three and a half kilograms in one month, which is to seven pounds. He's more ripped than when he started. He took on the challenge to show how calorie deficit diets can still work and you can still manage eating your favorite food, but it's about not only fat loss, it's about nuance. It's about when to eat. It's about portions. It's about, he's like, guys, there's not a one way to do this. You can even do something stupid like I'm doing and it actually be a healthy alternative than just trying to count calories all the time or just trying to eat nothing at all, which people get. But I'm telling you, if I were to eat pizza for 30 days mentally and like, I just wouldn't feel good. I'd feel, regardless, if that's all I was giving my body, I'd be like, oh, I feel I'm okay with eating the same thing every day, all time. But I, I'm fine with eating the same thing every day, but something that like maybe gives me some like stuff my body. Well, nutrition. we do cauliflower crust at our house. Oh, well, there you go. We make You're that. We, we buy it from the grocery store, and then we take the marinara. We I've taught <laughs> how to do this. I put the oven on 415. I think that seems right. Right. Yeah. It's on the back of the box, so I put the oven on 415, and I do preheat. And then it beeps when it's up to 4.15. Yep. 
And then we got the cauliflower. It's in a white box. It's got two in there. And we have the pizza sauce. We get, spoon it. Shh, do that. She does a lot of leafy things. And I do a lot of pepperoni. But for the most part, pretty healthy. I do, we'll do some cheese. And again, cauliflower, I always feel pretty good after. I could do that every day for a while. But I can do Is my lunch here yet? Do we know? I don't Ooh, know. What'd you get? I don't know. I just have a long day today and I'm leaving here to go. And I ordered some food and I don't know where it is. I thought about ordering food like an hour and a half ago. And then I was like, eh, I'll wait. Well, one, now I'm like, dang it, should have One minute it. away. Will you say it's by the garage door? The eight-minute timer yeah. has started. Oh, they may be out there. I mean, it literally just got here. A passenger aboard a Delta flight from Orlando to the Big Apple accused a flight attendant of telling his wife she had a stupid face. That's a funny put-down. You have a stupid face. Yeah. That sounds like a child. Also, uh, somebody else needs to hear that and not the wife. Hold on. This is Uber Eats. Wait, can you? Hold on. Hello? By the garage. Okay, I'll send out. It's a big guy. I got kind of longer hair. Uh, he'll be right out there to grab the food. Thank you very much. Okay, have a great day. Um, it just doesn't feel like that's what a flight attendant would say to somebody working, right? Mm-mm. I've never had a flight attendant just say, hey, ugly ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but stupid face is funny. Caitlin told me I had a punchable face the other day. Oh, what'd you do? Uh, nothing. I think she just told me how to punch. I don't know. It wasn't oh. like she was mad. Oh. In what context? Like saying why people don't yeah. like you? No, it wasn't even about that. We were watching a show and they were fighting and I was like, man, I don't want to punch. Like, I don't want to get hit. Even boxing. Like we'll train. I box and I just don't want to get, I just don't want to get punched in the face. And I think she was like, well, you got a very punchable face. It was just something like that. And I was like, that's a funny thing to say. You have a punchable face. I don't even know what it really means. Oh my gosh. Now who's calling? Check Did you tell Thanks. them that there's food out there? I mean, they're not in here. You can go. Just She's out there, so we have to have somebody go out there. You can just let it run. Abby's going. Okay, thank you. Anyway, um, a passenger accused a flight attendant saying his wife had a stupid face. They had a confrontation. There's a video of the alleged confrontation. I need to see her say that, though. I need to see her say you have a stupid face yeah. to believe that. Here are some Super Bowl prop bets. National Anthem, over two minutes and five seconds. So you can bet over or under. Mm-hmm. Do you know who's singing the National Anthem? Chris Stapleton. Yeah, good. Will a player record an octopus? Do you know what an octopus is? Is it a play? No, it's a touchdown and a two-point conversion because that makes eight points. Okay. And an eight, eight is an octopus. Oct- mm-hmm. Yeah, they have eight tentacles. There are brothers playing in the Super Bowl. Did you know that? Yeah. Against each other? It's the first time. That's, I, I heard they're, well, maybe they were trying to get their mom to do the coin toss. I don't think that's going to happen. Oh. <laughs> there was a petition, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I read that. But, but no, so one of them plays offensive line for the Eagles. It's really good. And one of them plays tight end for the Chiefs. And so, yeah, two brothers, Jason and Travis Kelsey. They also have a massive podcast now that they do together. Yeah, that's crazy. That is two crazy. Two people from the same family in the NFL. Two, I'll say probably two Hall of Famers. Not even just NFL players, which is crazy itself. I would bet they both make the Hall of Fame. Like, they're that good. Both of them. And the reason we don't know Jason Kelsey as much, even as a football fan, is he's an offensive lineman, so there aren't a lot of offensive linemen that are doing, like their job is not one that's on Sports Center because they're not scoring. But because he's 
got a big podcast and he's super funny and he's also a bro- like it's a big deal it's awesome uh, I think that's pretty much it I just wanted to get through some stuff here anything else Amy you'd like to say I threw up last night good for you what, why <laughs> you sick <laughs> I think well I was worried I was and I was about to send an email to be like shoot I don't know what's going on I don't know if I'm going to be able to come in but then it was like what, it must have just been something maybe I ate because it never, I felt instantly better and got back in bed. It was about one. Oh, that had to be an eat thing. Yeah. And, and I got back in bed and I was like, okay. And then I slept till my alarm went off and I woke up feeling fine. And I was like, well, that was weird. It's almost like it was a dream, but it wasn't. <laughs> well, and we'll end on that. But no, I'm not contagious. We're, I think, I believe you. Thanks. Also, this, my desk's away from everybody's <laughs> for that exact reason. Uh, Raymundo wants to know if you can talk to a famous person at church. We'll get into that probably tomorrow. There's oh, good point. Like, speaking of Joel, like, he, yeah, that's something where I, well, sometimes people have come to church just because they know he goes there, mm. which has got to be hard for any famous person trying to just go somewhere on like a, for church or insert whatever. But then you also would be like, well, if they're coming to church and if they're coming to church because I'm here, that's good. Yeah, I'm not saying he's said anything yeah, bad no, no, I get about it. it, but it's like, it's just one of those things that you don't think about sometimes with Famous because Sundays that's like a week. Well, unless they're on the road, but that's where if you're an artist, like Sunday, you can count on maybe going to church every week and seeing your person if you're obsessed. Mm. That sounds creepy. <laughs> Certain places, though. <laughs> so we'll talk about that. Um, and then Amy's got some financial experts. Did somebody go on your podcast? Yes. Are they coming on tomorrow? No, it's the f- not tomorrow's episode, but next Thursday. You got the guys, some financial experts, some yeah, advice. Paco De Leon. Mm-hmm. She. She's got a podcast called Weird Finance, so she's just really cool, like says it in a digestible way. One other thing we'll talk about tomorrow, Raymundo um, has a country music secret. It's a country artist has adult knife fights. He's found out. He wants to tell us about it. What? I don't know, man. I, I like, to do, a lot, of, I like to do a lot of Ray's his... stuff on the post show because you just never know where it's going to go. It could be awesome or it could just be a disaster. And is that oh my God. secret ever Uber, been true? Uber Eats keeps calling me. Yeah. But... Also, does we have any envelopes of rays we're supposed to open? I feel like I don't ever follow up. No, I don't. I don't care. Hold on. Hello. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Just leave it by the door. Okay. Bye bye. I'm going to tip her extra because she's been out there waiting for us and nobody's even been out there. Yeah. Now my toast is soft. That poor lady's trying to probably get another order somewhere else. <laughs> All right. Yeah, tip her good. We're done. I, I saw that some people are saying now tipping has gotten out of control. You know what else has gotten out of control? The government. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, why is tipping out, out, out of control a bad thing? Like. Um, yeah, you don't have to tip. You should, but you don't have to. All right, we got to go. Thank you. Goodbye, everybody. Okay, bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated, we're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.